This is the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman, and I am a certified plant-based nutritionist. The website is mainlyplants.com, at mainlyplants on social media. Contact me through there. Um, So today, uh, this is going up on Friday the 6th uh, of January. So today is the last day to, um, well, it's not the last day to sign up for the email list. It's the last day to get this round of free shit in your email for signing up by tonight at midnight. So if you haven't done it yet, be sure to sign up for the mailing list. Just go to uh, or the email list. Just go to mainlyplants.com. It'll pop up as soon as you get there. Um, if you have any trouble with it, shoot me an email um, and I'll put you on. If you shoot me an email before midnight, then I'll I'll count it uh, as towards getting the free thing. Uh, if you miss tonight, if you're listening to this later or you forgot or whatever, um, still sign up because I am going to be doing giveaways and coupons and tips and tricks and stuff that you otherwise wouldn't get for free. So be sure to do that. Um, so uh, now that the uh, house cleaning, house, housekeeping, housekeeping is out of the way, um, I want to talk about a couple things this week. <clears throat> and uh, first thing is a rant because I haven't ranted in a little bit, and why not do a little Ryan rant? Uh, if not me, then who? Or do I sound echoey? I can't tell if I sound echoey or if it's just my headphones. Let me turn the volume up. There we go. Okay, so um, how do I say this? I don't care if you are Republican, Democrat, Green Party, Libertarian, Anarchist. doesn't matter to me. Um, this is not a political statement henceforth. But I'm sure that if you've, if you've been listening to the news at all, um, I'm sure you've heard the new trending slogan of make America sick again. Um, it has to do with uh, repealing and replacing Obamacare. Um, and it's, it, it, it irks me. Um, because Maybe because I'm so um, you know, in tune with the state of health in the United States and, and all that, but um, the whole the whole phrase "Make America Sick Again" is very misleading. Americans have been sick for a long time, and we are still sick as a whole. Um, we we were sick long before Obama got into office, long before George Bush got into office, um, long before Bill Clinton and George Bush the first. Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't it has nothing to do with with political party in office. It's it goes deeper than that. So this whole this whole trend of you know, well, if we repeal and replace Obamacare, then we're going to make America sick again. No, we are already sick. We are still sick. We're we're going to be sick until it changes. Um, access to healthcare, quote you know, quote unquote healthcare, doesn't make people healthy. It simply gives them oh actually let me back up speaking in generalities okay obviously there are some issues that going to a doctor will help you know if you have an, a hernia and you need surgery obviously i'm talking about as a whole in terms of in terms of general well-being keeping your body healthy healthcare doesn't do that it simply gives us access to chemical pills that we can shove down our throats to mask symptoms, give us a hundred other side effects, um, and give billions and trillions of dollars to big pharma worldwide. 
It's not healthcare, it's sick care, right? You don't go to the doctor. Most people don't go to the doctor when they're healthy. They go because they've gotten sick, right? Um, the doctor does nothing to, to give us information about how we can stay healthy uh, so we don't have to go back and see them um, because there's no money in it. And I'm getting a little bit away from the plant-based thing um, for the first half of this podcast, um, just because this is uh, you know a hot button issue, uh, but it does have to do with with being plant based and, and eating healthier, right? Um, it all kind of it all kind of has a domino effect. It all affects each other. Um, you know the the biggest killer in the United States, at least in the United States, I think it might be the world, but just to be safe, I'm going to say the, the United States is heart disease. In, in, in 2008, just to give you some stats, in 2008, over 616,000 people in the United States died of heart disease. In 2011, it was 787,000. In 2013, it was over 800,000, just in the United States per year, right? We had um, the Affordable Health Affordable Healthcare Act during that, I believe, right? I'm pretty sure. Um, and it's got it got worse. And if you look at the stats today, it's got even worse than that. You know, it's not just, you know, heart disease is closely linked to men, but it's the number one killer of men and women. And there are certain risk factors of heart disease, and I've talked about it before, but but the main risk factors for contracting heart disease is being overweight or obese, having diabetes, specifically type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and smoking. Now, these are all things that you can counteract with diet. These are all things that you can prevent, which means that heart disease, the number one killer, is 100% preventable through diet. The two other, there are two other leading causes of death just under heart disease and they're cancer and diabetes two other things that you can greatly reduce the risk of contracting through diet type 2 diabetes is a hundred percent reversible and treatable with diet cancer nine times out of ten it has to do with your environment and diet sure genes play a part obviously but diet can help regulate your genes so by eating appropriately, we can, we can control our health and we can make America healthy again. I don't remember the last time I wasn't alive for it, the last time that Americans were healthy. You know, I believe it's something like the statistic, the statistic is something like the average weight for a female in the 1960s was around a hundred and God, what was it? I want to say a hundred and twenty or thirty pounds. That's the average weight. The average weight today for a female is a hundred and sixty pounds. The average weight of a female today is a hundred and sixty pounds. A hundred and sixty pounds, coincidentally, was the average weight of a man in the nineteen sixties. So women today weigh, weigh as much as the average man in the 1960s. Now, that may not set off any red flags, 
However, genetically, men have more muscle than women. So men are, generally speaking, heavier than women. But they've, but, but, and this isn't just women. This is just a, 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 a uh, uh, example. We've gained so much fat, we have outgrown ourselves. So it's not, it's not that by, by adjusting our health care, we're going to all of a sudden be this healthy culture. We'll just have better or worse access to drugs. And, and no one's mentioning the real cause of America being sick because there's no money in it. And, and, and the, the real cause of, of, of Americans being sick is our fucking food. And I, 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 I'll talk about it until I'm blue in the face, and I'm sure you've heard it be, me say it before. It's how much can you get for a buck, not, not how many nutrients are in this. There's no money in healthy people. There's only money in sick people. Keep that in mind. That's why doctors don't have to take nutrition classes. They don't, they don't give a shit, by and large. The medical industry doesn't care. You're not, you're, not, you're not a client if you're keeping healthy. And they want clients. Now, imagine if everyone was just, like, say, 50% healthier than they are now. All right? So instead of getting sick once a year, you got sick once every two years. Or... Um, you know, instead of getting the flu, you got the, you know, what the flu once every like five years, you got it once a decade. Think of the amounts, the, the trillions of dollars in lost revenue there would be from, from pharmaceutical companies to drug stores to doctor's offices and, and so on. But think about like when you go into CVS or Walgreens, you know, 90% of the stuff is to treat symptoms of not feeling well, whether it be runny nose or can't sleep or you know, uh, sore throat or, you know, um, mucus uh, in your nose or, or, or um, in your chest, the expectorants type stuff, mucinex, Sudafed, all this kind of stuff. Imagine if, if, if we got to a point where we didn't need that. Think about the trillions of dollars that would be lost. That's why, that's why the big government and the, and, and the people with, you know, power aren't talking about the real issue in, in our food. Because there's so much money in it. Medical bills account for more than 60% of all personal bankruptcies in the U.S. every year. Think about that. More than half the people who go bankrupt in the U.S. go bankrupt because of medical bills. And three quarters of those people actually have health insurance. In 2014, Big Pharma worldwide made more than $1 trillion dollars. And they don't want to lose that money. And, and who can blame them? I mean, if you're making a huge profit like that, you know, you don't want to lose profit. I, I can't blame them. It's up. It's not to them to to come out and speak out about it. It's up to us. We got to start taking better health of our better care of our health. You know, if you think about it, <clears throat> there's a reason. Even through the Affordable Care Act, even through before we had the Affordable Care Act, under you know, every president since I've been alive doesn't matter. Again, it doesn't matter what political affiliation. All these facts are true. There's a there's a reason that ninety, I would say ninety nine percent of insurance, health insurance, doesn't cover naturopaths and holistic doctors. Now, why do you think the reason for that is? It's because there's no money in it for the big guys. If you go to a holistic doctor or a nutritionist or a, a dietitian or what have you. First of all, your insurance is probably not going to cover it. 
Um, and secondly, if they set you on the track for getting healthy toward the, to the point where you don't need to go see a doctor anymore, then you're not you're not a client for the insurance companies. You're not a client for doctors, so to speak. So it's not make America sick again. It's not what it's not what people are trying to do. It's not what the what the issue is here. It's it's that we gotta shift our focus. You know, when you hear maybe if you hear somebody bring this up, shift the focus and say, listen, it's not make America sick again. We we've been sick, man. And the reason we've been sick is because of our food. And the only way to get healthy is to listen to the Mainly Plants podcast. All right. Um, end of rant. Let's let's move on, move right along. <clears throat> this week, talking about grains. Um, just to clear some things up, okay? Because I've talked about grains before, and you know, grains get a bad stigma. And I thought that I would uh, I would uh, touch base on it uh, per listener request. So um, there are just to give you the rundown on grains. There are three parts of a grain. The bran, which is the outermost like skin of the seed, and it protect, protects um, the two other parts, the germ and the endosperm, from sun and water and pests and um, you know plant diseases, stuff like that. Um, it contains fiber, B vitamins, and antioxidants. That's the bran. The germ, I'm sure you all have heard of wheat germ, is the portion of the plant that sprouts and gives birth to the plant if it's you know fertilized, if you're planting it. Um, and this, the germ contains B vitamins, protein, minerals, and healthy fats. You know, not a whole lot of healthy fats, but some healthy fats. Um, the endosperm, which is the you know innermost part, is the germ's food source and is the largest portion of the grain. Uh, it contains the carbohydrates that we that lay inside of the grain. Um, it also contains protein and trace amounts of vitamins and minerals. So during the refining process, you know, when it, when it goes through the, the silo into the factories to get shelled and all that kind of stuff, um, the endosperm is the only portion of the grain used to make things like, you know, white breads and pastas and stuff like that. Now, when the bran and the germ are removed, one quarter of the protein content is lost, along with, you know, a, a host of other uh, key nutrients. So you that's why whole grains... Um, are the only thing that I would recommend if you decide to eat grains, um, carbohydrates, stuff like that. Um, so what are the health benefits of grains? Grains offer a bunch of different kinds of health benefits. Uh, a few examples of, of you know, good health benefits. Um, let me back up. There have been studies done, right, um, that have linked the following the following results to grains. I don't want to say it'll definitely help, um, just to be safe, um, but there are benefits to whole grain consumption. And some of those are, they aid in blood glucose control, which thereby reduces the risk of diabetes. Um, it reduces the risk of heart disease. I just talked about that uh, in my rant. And stroke from um, the antioxidants that rely, uh, that lay inside the grain. Uh, because they are high in fiber, they reduce colon cancer by 20%. Uh, the, they also help lower fasting insulin levels and in, increase folate levels. 
So when you're fasting, you know, sometimes your, your sugar levels, you know, spike and, and kind of go haywire. Um, so they help control that. And there's a whole host of other uh, uh, things that happen when, you're, when your insulin levels peak and, and dive and stuff like that. But we won't get into that. That's, that's a little down the road. Um, they help reduce hypertension, which is high blood pressure. And they aid in losing abdominal fat. Abdominal fat. Abdominal is a tricky word to say, man. So that's, the, I mean, that's for a lot of you, that's the goal, right? You want to lose that spare tire. Um, so grains actually can aid in that. Now, you know, there, the three macros, you've heard me talk about it before, are proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. So grains are going to fall into the carbohydrate area, right? Um, and if you're going high, high carbohydrate, then you want to go low fat. If you're going low carbohydrate, then you want to go high fat. Um, let, me, let me kind of Tarantino it a little bit for you and talk about some good whole grains before we talk about how much to have. So there are a slew of, of good, healthy whole grains, um, despite what that idiot Vinny Tordrich Vinny Tordrich has to say. I can't speak today, man. It's Friday. It's been a, has this week been super long for you guys? I'll tell you what, this week after New Year's has been the longest week. It's like, it feels like Friday should have been five days ago on Monday. I don't know. Um, I'm sure all of you are feeling it also. Anyway, so good whole grains. Wheat is a good one. Um, the, the, the ingredient list, when you look at something that contains wheat, should have wheat listed, whole wheat, towards the top of the ingredient list. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but the ingredient lists are, you know, when they write out the ingredients and stuff, they write them out in order of most dense to least dense. So if something's toward the, the top of the ingredient list, there's more of that in whatever you're eating. So you want the wheat to be towards the top of that, you know, ideally one, two, or three. Um, wheat has about two to three grams of fiber per serving, which is great. Um, fiber is, you only get fiber from plants and it's super important for, uh, for gut health, which aids in overall health. And like I said before, can help reduce uh, colon cancer. Oats are another good one. Oats are actually super rich in a heart protecting antioxidant called, and I'm going to buck this one up, a venenthromide, a venenthramide. I wrote that one down because I knew I would never remember it. A venenthramide. Um, and you want to make sure that the oats that you're eating are whole, raw oats. Not like, you know, um, stuff that has a bunch of sugar added to it. A lot of times when you get a product with oats in it, it's got a lot of sugar. Um, you know, sugar also is the same thing as honey, is the same thing as maple syrup, stuff like that. Um, it's a lot of processed garbage. So if you're going to eat oats, just do like something like oatmeal. Um, or like you can roll oats with uh, peanut butter, which is okay as long as it's just straight peanuts, no uh, sugar or uh, palm oil in it. Uh, but you want to cook with whole oats. Bulgur is another good one. Uh, Bulgur is very rich in iron and magnesium. Um, it's also got a shitload of fiber and protein. So if you want to up your fiber and protein intake, eat some bulgur. If you don't know what to use bulgur in, Google it because I'm not about to sit here and give you some recipes because that takes time that I don't want to get into right now. So uh, I want to go have a fucking beer. Um, I know beer. 
Anyway, um, so in one cup of bulgur, it's got 75% of your daily needed fiber based on a 2,000 calorie diet and 17 grams of protein. That's a lot for a grain, uh, let alone any food. In one cup, that's a lot. Uh, I'm actually going to start adding some more bulgur to my diet after I get off this high-fat, low-carb thing. Um, barley's really good. It Barley's great if you have high cholesterol, but you want to make sure that it's whole barley and not pearled. Pearled means that the bran and the germ have been removed, thus not being whole. Rye. Rye is another great, um, another great uh, grain. It uh, it's not just a fantastic drink, which maybe I'll have over my beer. Um, it has more nutrients per 100 calories than any other grain. So rye is super healthy for you. Uh, but again, it needs to be whole and at the top of the ingredient list if you're buying something that's pre-made. Um, and the last grain. I'm sure you're asking why I haven't mentioned it yet, is quinoa. Quinoa is actually technically a seed. And I say that with this caveat. It is closer to a seed than it is a grain. Um, I really wonder if Vinny Tortorich has done the research on that because his whole thing is no sugar, no grains, and he has a shirt that says fuck quinoa because it's a grain. However, it's not really a grain. Um, and he's doing a disservice, and I don't want to get into another Vinny rant. You guys have riled me up enough right now with the Make America Sick Again. Don't rile me up with Vinnie Tordrich right now, all right? I'm not going to fall into your guys' trap. Um, protein has more protein. Protein? Quinoa has more protein than any other grain. I'm telling you, my brain is dead today. It's got more protein than any other grain. Um, I love cooking with quinoa. It's super easy to make. It's, it's one part quinoa, two parts water. Um, I suggest rinsing it off really quick in like a, um, a colander, or not a colander, uh, a pasta strainer real quick just to get some of the, the dust off the quinoa. Um, toss like some, uh, one of those vegan bouillon cubes in the water. It's awesome. I make a shitload of it. I'll put it in the refrigerator. I'll add it to salads. I'll put some olive oil and vinegar on it. It's a great snack. It is um, packed full of omega-3 fatty acids which are very important to have. Go back and listen to the episode on fat if you're not sure why. Um, it's also a great substitute for rice. Um, I actually had this conversation a few days ago with my mother uh, because I'm trying to get uh, my father to lay off the grains. He's a big grain freak. He loves and like the worst grains. He loves white breads and you know baguettes and whatever. He's a big Italian food buff. So... Um, she will make, you know, um, vegetable fried rice for dinner sometimes, or she'll serve stuff on rice. So I told her, just take out the rice, use quinoa instead. It's a great substitute. I, you'll probably not even notice the difference aside from the look of it. Uh, I told her not even to tell my dad. I don't even think he's noticed. It's so much healthier. There's so many health benefits to swapping it out, um, and you'll see your waistline decrease. So the, the real question is how much to have. And I wish I had a great answer for you guys. How much grains to have per day in your diet? Um, it's, it's not that easy to answer. Uh, and this is kind of you know where I come into play. It, it really depends on your macronutrient levels and uh, how much fat you're consuming. You know, because 
carbohydrates and fat are for energy. So you don't really need a ton of both of them. You need a substantial amount of one or a substantial amount of the other or a little bit of each. Um, I love my body keeping in ketosis. It helps me burn body fat. It makes me feel better. So I do low carb, higher fat. Um, that's the, that, that's results that I get with my body. Um, a lot of people prefer having high carb, low fat. They get great results that way. It's really hard to tell without coaching you. It's really hard to tell without seeing a food log from you. Um, you know, comparing how many carbs you're eating per day and how many grains are in that compared to how much fat you're eating and, and your protein intake and, and everything else. So, um, I wish I could say you need exactly this many grains. It really depends. It depends on your body type. Um, it depends on uh, maybe if you're insulin resistant or if you are diabetic or pre-diabetic um, or have belly fat or, or whatever it is. Uh, but that's why I offer um, food log analysis. That's why I offer consultation services. Um, you know, I, I do the podcast to kind of give you guys uh, general information some of it's more specific, but to really get you guys thinking, right? Um, the the services that I offer are so I can sit down with you one on one. Even if you're not local, I can do it. It doesn't matter. I'll do it via Skype. It has no no difference. Um, is so I can sit down with you one on one and and tailor things specifically towards you and your goals and and all those intricacies that that make up your diet, right? Your, your food consumed. So uh, give it a consideration. If you're having trouble, reach out to me. Um, questions, comments, concerns, mainlyplants.com. Ryan at mainlyplants.com is an email. And again, if you haven't signed up for the mailing list, do so immediately. And until next week, go eat a salad. <laughs>